This is Doing Daily. I'm your host, Jonathan Stark, and today I am joined by daily emailer Luke Willis. Check it out. Hey, Luke, welcome to the show. Glad to be back. So for folks who are just hearing your name for the first time, can you tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do? Yeah, so uh, I'm Luke Willis, and I write and podcast about blockchain, and specifically, since our last talk, um, blockchain gaming. So I do still go a lot into more general, broad things about uh, blockchain, how to use it in your business, um, but specifically, I'm focusing on uh, gaming customers. Got it. And it, and that's across everything, including the list. Correct, Yeah. Cool. And so what's your promise to the listeners? So when they come to the opt-in page and they're thinking about, hmm, should I give Luke my email address? What What is the sort of trade-off that you either implicitly or explicitly make to them? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I would say the promise is that uh, I won't waste your time and I'm going to give you uh, very succinct, actionable information that you can use to decide or at least understand whether blockchain is a good fit for you and uh, for your gaming business. Killer. Great. So let's jump back to the beginning. Uh, do you remember when you started doing your daily email? Uh, yeah, it was almost a year ago now. And why did you start it? So I started it because uh, I was very interested in a particular new blockchain and the people who were working on it. I knew one of them. And I wanted an excuse to talk to everybody <laughs> there. Um, there. There was just a lot of smart people and a lot of uh, really interesting things being said and, and uh, being built there. So I wanted to have a foot in the door that would give me an excuse to uh, you know, be top of mind within the community and um, really just learn faster than if I were just running solo. And how many days per week did you start out with? I started out with six days a week. And since then, I'm back to like five most mm -hmm. most weeks. Like so. Monday through Friday? Yeah. Or is it spread out like it could be any day, but you try and get in five? It's typically Monday through Friday. Um, I, I do occasionally miss a day, in which case sometimes I'll come back and hit it on Saturday. But um, from what I've seen, people don't seem to complain if I only do four days a week. Mm. <laughs> Were you nervous at all or did you have any reservations about committing to doing a daily mailing list? Uh, I would say the main thing I was nervous about was being wrong publicly. <laughs> okay. Uh, like making like, claims or or failing it, to keep either the... so so failing in my understanding um like if I were going to say something about blockchain and and what I understood it to be and um how it worked and you know at certain times I've gotten a lot more technical with my writing. Um, now I'd say I focus more on the business side of things. And to do that, I had to do a lot of research and understand what I was talking about. Um, and there were times I was making statements that seemed correct, but I wasn't 100% sure. Mm -hmm. uh, and nobody ever called me out. So I, I, it's close enough, I guess. <laughs> so was it was the list the sort of um inspiration or cause of uh, uh, an education for you you know did you did it sort yeah. of inspire you to learn more to make sure that you weren't wrong <laughs> yes yeah i um i i've been kind of on the sidelines of blockchain for a number of years and understood at a really high level what it was how it worked how it could be used but i still had a ton of questions so it was mainly for my own purposes 
initially and then since then it's become a lot more for uh for the community got it and then what benefits have you gotten besides that sort of educational aspect so besides the education um it's really clarity of thought and ideas um you know talking about my own personal benefit here Mm -hmm. uh i so i've always like written down my ideas when i come up with them but ever since starting the list i come up with way more ideas um and a lot of them you know i publish a lot of them i just stash for later um i probably lose half of them (laughs) forever but uh it's still just like a constant flood of uh, interesting things to noodle on um and then beyond that i would say i've gained a lot of connection uh, within this community and uh, opportunities to talk to people who I never would have met otherwise, both on my podcast and theirs. Interesting. And you attribute that to the list more than the podcast, or is it a combination that kind of work together? It, they definitely work together. Um, I guess the the talking to people is mainly the podcast side of things, but having the newsletter to point to, I feel like it contributes. Got it. Would you ever stop doing your list? Would there be some, what, what would be a reason that would cause you to stop doing the list or would you just yeah. does that just seem crazy <laughs> um i okay i guess the if i decided for some reason to stop working in the blockchain space i might shift focus you know i might even retire this list and start a new list mm-hmm. um but outside of like you know finding out i have only so many days to live or <laughs> a crazy family issue or something like that i don't see myself stopping all right. So even if you pivoted to a different subject, you find it just a daily writing practice, writing and publishing practice beneficial. Yeah, absolutely. Got it. Perfect. So let's get tactical and talk about the mechanics of how you actually produce the messages. So mm-hmm. uh, classic question is, do you write every day or do you do it in batches like on a Monday and then schedule them to go out over the week? Or do you not schedule them and you publish them manually, even though you wrote them all at once? Like, how does that work? Yeah, I pretty much I write daily and publish daily. So um, it's just an easier habit to keep up. If I had to sit down and write for, you know, five days worth in a single day, that would just be too much to uh, to start on. And I feel like I would write one and then say, yeah, I can wait until tomorrow to write the other four. <laughs> so so how, how long does it take to write the one on average, just um, roughly 15 to 30 minutes? Um I think when I started out, it was longer, obviously. Uh, there were days it probably took me an hour um, just because I had to you know, read up a lot and figure out what I was going to say and form an opinion. And um, But yeah, there's all kinds of source material out there to pull from and write about. So if you're willing to put in the time up front, you can start to build the muscle in about an hour a day. Um, and then with time and practice, it gets a lot faster. And is there a particular time of day you write or a place that you write, or is it kind of you just squeeze it in when and where you can? Yeah, most days it's just, you know, during the workday, um, sitting at my desk. Uh, if I was super busy and didn't have time to write, then I'll bring my computer to the couch and uh, write in the evening. Speaking of computer, do you have a particular combination of, you know, device and software that you use? Are you real regimented about it or can you pretty much you know type up anywhere and publish from anywhere yeah i can pretty much write anywhere uh i have my 
my phone, which so <laughs> I use ConvertKit for my for my daily list, mm-hmm. and they don't have a good mobile editor. Probably my biggest complaint about mm-hmm. the service. Um, so if I'm on my phone, don't have my computer, then I'll uh, just pop open Gmail and create a draft. Um, but I, to publish, I have to be at my computer. So I'll just grab my laptop and um, go to the ConvertKit website. And most days I'd say I write it in the ConvertKit interface. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, nothing particularly special about my setup. Got it. Is there anything other than the editor that you dislike about the tools? Any points of friction that you have your sites set on er- eradicating in the future? Or are you pretty happy with the way it's set up? Um, I think the only thing that I'd like more of is analytics. Uh, like I have good analytics on how many people are signed up, how many people are reading in their email. Um, but I also publish, uh, just they give you a link and I share it on Twitter and I have no idea how many people are reading. (laughs) So, um, it's difficult to, to draw conclusions. Um, and I guess Twitter has some analytics so I could look at like click through rates on tweets and that sort of thing, but Mm -hmm. I have not done that to date. Got it. Uh, have you always used the, this particular stack? Um, or did you switch from something else? What have you abandoned if anything? Yeah. So this is the way I started out. Um, and so I haven't switched, but I've, I've threatened to switch multiple times. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I know the feeling. Yeah. Um, I've, I've looked at, um, one called review R E V U E a couple of times. Yeah. And that one looks pretty good and it has an integration with Twitter. So since I have somewhat of a following there, um, it seems like it'd be a pretty good option. Um, but I just haven't put in the time to switch. Mm. Now, do you send your messages out at the same time every day? Like you write them on Monday and schedule them for Tuesday at 6 a.m. Or how do you think about that? No, I just send them when I write them. (laughs) Uh, I don't try to, you know, game it. So it's in your inbox at the best possible time of day or anything like that. I just, I've written it. I've published it. It's out of mind. I don't have to worry about whether or not it's sent or not. Mm -hmm. Right. Exactly. Okay. So speaking of that, is there any automation that you're using? Is there... Um, for example, are you using Zapier to publish it to Twitter or you do that manually? How does that work? Yeah, I do that manually right now. Um, mainly because I, I kind of write a hook that's not in the email just to kind of give a, a rough idea of what you're clicking on. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't have like a good way to, to automate that right now. I would like to do something more with like a WordPress blog or something like that and then have zaps or, or integrations that post to twitter and share with mailchimp or something like that but mm-hmm. lots okay. of things that could be done right uh you mentioned that you've missed days in the past and that you know you might do a saturday because you you missed a wednesday are there any other like if you take if you wanted to take a break and you knew in advance like you're going on vacation or you're going to be you know offline and not even have phone access like how how have you or would you handle that do you think yeah so i was uh kind of scared of this but i actually took two weeks off uh earlier this summer and didn't post at all and it was a very uh it was good i actually thought it was good that i disconnected but when i came back it was hard to get started again interesting um so coming back and and writing daily again i think i missed two days in like the second week um Mm -hmm. so just kind of rebuilding the habit was uh more of a hassle than i would have liked. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually saw 
a great tip from um, Colin and Samir over on YouTube. I don't know if you've ever heard of those guys, but mm-hmm. they um, they talk about YouTubing a lot. But they they have some good tips on just you know publishing and and putting your your content out there. And one of the things that they said is if if they were going to disconnect now, um, they would build a content backlog in the two weeks leading up to their time off mm-hmm. and then have it publish while they're gone. So take your break from publishing before you take your break from, you know, being there. Mm-hmm. Got it. Um, and I thought that, you know, at least mentally for me seemed like a really good point uh, that would maybe help with the mental game of I'm preparing and then, you know, there's, uh, I'm still here to talk to people and then you get my content while I'm gone and then I come back and, you know, I've got to keep the the publishing schedule going even though um, I'm not, you know, uh, whatever. Doing it live. <laughs> yeah, I get it. Yeah, yeah. Cool. All right. Well, let's pivot into some questions about the content itself. So yeah. if you're publishing, say, five days a week on average, how do you come up with enough stuff to write about? <laughs> uh, yeah, great question. So I don't know. <laughs> it just comes to you, uh, with, with iteration. Um, I mean, I, I read a lot both about blockchain and just, you know, broadly about other topics. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, when you've built up the muscle of writing and publishing, you get ideas throughout the day and you're like, that could be something I could write about. Um, and I guess, you know, the, the longer I've done it, uh, the easier it is to come up with ideas. And I, I don't even really worry about it now i do have like a bunch of ideas jotted down so if i'm sitting down to write and i don't have something um i'll just you know scroll through my old drafts or um, ideas i've written down over the years and uh, see if there's something i can pull from and if nothing you know shouts out at me there then i'll just go sit on twitter and find an article read that until something hits me (laughs) perfect So how long are the me- these messages on average? You said it only takes you 15 to 30 minutes these days mm-hmm. to get them written. How many words or are they, or if you don't know that, how long do you think it takes people to read them? Yeah, it's about 300 words on average, um, a minute or two of reading tops. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the longest I've written is between five and 600 words, and I've written some that are under 100 words. So um, it, it's really... It's a really small time commitment. So when you see an email from me, you know, you can, you know, if you have one moment to just click it and read it briefly, um, hopefully it's insightful. <laughs> cool. And in, in these messages, do you ever link to things that you sell? You know, I, you know, whatever, mm-hmm. whatever it is that you sell, or do you link to your podcast, uh, anything like that? Or is it, is it more, uh, or not, not really? Yeah. Good question. Um, so I, I link to the podcast each week from the list. Uh, but the other things I do, I've announced like once to the list, but I, I don't have like a recurring, um, you know, it's time to talk about selling this again. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Got it. Do you ever sell other people's stuff or link to other people's stuff with like affiliate links or do take, you know, mm-hmm. ads or paid placement or, or like, uh, you know, whatever. <laughs> content DAO, you know (laughs) like right right um yeah nobody pays me for placement um i've considered that but i I just don't think that's the purpose of my list um i'm not trying to make money as a content creator i'm trying to refine my thoughts and yours and if we 
reach a point where we have a mutual opportunity to work on something together as a project or um, you know you want to buy some book or product I'm selling great mm-hmm. uh, if somebody approached me and said hey what do you charge for placement or something like that I'd probably just say let's do a podcast interview and um, you know I'll write about it but it has to be somewhat interesting to my list to begin with got it all right well speaking of the list let's talk about engagement for a second yeah so how often do you look at your open rates or any other analytics clicks or mm-hmm. subscribes unsubscribes do you are you like addicted to that or is it something that you like <laughs> don't really care about um i i probably care about it a little bit too much um but i don't i don't obsess over it i think i did a little bit in the early days you know, i was really trying to pump up subscriber number mm-hmm. um but mostly I just see the uh, the open rate each day because it's in the list where I click the button right, <laughs> to, right. to publish. Um, but yeah, like, I don't pay too much attention to it other than, you know, it's a good indicator of whether my uh, my title or my subject was well written, you know, attracted mm. enough opens. Right. Um, so I kind of get a little bit of an idea of what works and what doesn't when it comes to the, the headline. Right. So in a week, on average, how many replies do you get from subscribers? Yeah. Um, so if we're not counting my mom. <laughs> uh, mom counts. Got to count mom. Oh, okay. Well, 10,000? No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I probably get around one a day uh, on average. There are days when I'll get three or four um, and other days when I'll get none. But um, I'd say roughly one day. Got it. And do you reply to all of them or like, what's the expectation on the, uh, how how do you think about it? I try to follow up with everybody. I'm generally pretty bad about following up, uh, quickly, but I do go back and I, I don't delete emails until I've had a chance to respond to them. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, sometimes it's people just saying, Hey, you made me think of this. Here's a link. If you get around to reading it, um, and then other times it's you know, a, a follow-up question. And if it's a question where they're kind of waiting on me for something or they, you know, wanted some insight, I'm a lot more, I respond a lot quicker than if it's just, here's something for you. Got it. And how much time does it take you to respond to do that? Is it like, do you kind of like on a Saturday, you're like, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to go through my inbox and respond to the list people, or is it just sort of whenever you get around to it? But yeah, I'm curious, like, is it a big commitment or not that big a commitment? It's really not that big. Um, I don't have that many replies, so it's just kind of as it comes up uh, or as I think about it. So mm-hmm. uh, it's one of the things I'll do. You know, sometimes if I'm sitting there trying to come up with an idea, I'll just start scrolling through my old emails and mm-hmm. clearing things out and replying. And mm-hmm. That helps. Yeah, cool. Have you ever gotten any negative replies or or skeptical or argumentative? And if so, how do you how does that affect you? How do you handle it? Yeah, uh, nothing that's like too negative um you know no insults or anything like that (laughs) Uh, but uh, i do get like a little bit of criticism or um questions or people don't understand and Mm -hmm. generally i just try to come back with a response that respects where you are right like Mm -hmm. if you have a question or if you're mad at me for something i said or, or whatever um you have a valid reason for that and so i'm not gonna try to you know argue with you i'm just going to try to understand your your position and and why you feel that way and you know when i kind of see where you're coming from i'll reply with you know my reasoning on on why i said what i said but you know i i understand your point here i agree with that i disagree with that whatever Mm -hmm. 
So okay. Rational discourse. Right. Rational discourse. Weird. Weird. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Okay. So I know lots of people listening are probably wondering uh, about how they get subscribers and grow their list. So let's talk about that mm -hmm. next. Sure. So how long did it take you to get your first like chunk of subscribers? Like when did you feel like oh, I'm not writing to nobody and, mm, and how long yeah. did that take? So it was pretty quick for me because I, uh, I launched within an existing relatively small community. Um, I, I guess so. So my numbers aren't that impressive. I'm happy to share here if it helps. Um, I have like 150 subscribers to the, to the list and like 800 on Twitter or something like that. So uh, I get uh, enough people reading that I'm happy. I don't feel like I'm writing to nobody. Um, but, you know, when I started out, I, I pretty much hit the ground running with like 10 the first day and then 20 or 30 pretty quickly after that. Um, and then when people got the idea that I wasn't going anywhere, it shot up to 50 or so. And then um, I had you on the podcast and that bumped up like 10 more. Um, and then, yeah, just over time, it's, you know, posting on Twitter, talking to people, sending links over uh, DM or just in conversations, um, people sharing links to the podcast. It, it's built up over time pretty slowly, other than a few spurts here and there. Got it. Have you ever pruned your list or is it you like too early stage for that? It's been about a year, I think you said, and yeah. you know, 150 people. Yeah, I haven't pruned it per se. There was a day actually, now that you mention it, where I had like 30 subscribers out of nowhere and like they all looked like spam emails <laughs> yeah. john uh, smith 72165 <laughs> at outlook.com right hotmail.com right. yeah and i think 90 maybe 100 percent of those at this point have all like they just bounced at some point so right. they just die off they prune themselves yeah yeah okay do you do you notice when people unsubscribe how does it make you feel when people unsubscribe if you do notice it yeah i do notice it um it doesn't bother me too much. I will occasionally like look and see which email unsubscribed. Mm -hmm. And if it's somebody who's like been there since the beginning, it's like, oh, that's kind of sad. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, if it's uh, just somebody who subscribed like two or three emails ago and they've only read one of them, it's like, okay, I, I get it. That's fine. Yeah, not for, not for me. All right. So I was, I, I've got two wrap up questions that I'd like um, to, to think about the dear listener. So what sort of businesses do you think would benefit from doing a daily list or what sort of business owners do you think would benefit from doing a daily list? Mm. Well, parroting what you've said on your list, I, I think the, the, the benefit to your own thought and just the ability to think clearly and understand uh, your own opinions on things. Honestly, I feel like you could work that into any business. Um, I mean, if you're doing like, trades work and it's all contracts come in we do the same kind of work 99% of the time I don't really have a, a, a positioning in any way I'm just one of the well drillers in my county <laughs> yeah uh, right that's random right <laughs> I'm trying to hire a well well driller right now uh, <laughs> um, then it, it could be uh, you know maybe not the most important thing for your business mm. but depending on you know how much opinion or um you know just new thought that you produce that your your customers value uh it's it's a really good uh tool for that 
Okay, so if, let's say someone listening is like convinced that 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 they fall into that category. Mm -hmm. uh, what advice would you give them? You know, they're seriously cons considering starting a daily list. What advice would you go back and give yourself? You know, what were the things you were worried about that turned out to be silly or didn't come to pass? I would say uh, the number one thing is uh, find yourself like three people who will subscribe <laughs> initially, right? Somebody who's going to read it and maybe give you some advice um, or respond occasionally, um, but somebody who likes your work already. And if you don't have three people, then, you know, join a community and, and start sharing there and write things that are going to be helpful to them in, in their context. Um, but then the main thing is really just to start. So say you're committing to it, jot down three to five ideas so you're not sunk the first week yeah. um, and then just start like don't dither over tooling get yourself convert kit or whatever mailchimp and just start and once you've started then you can iterate and the hardest thing about starting is getting used to the silence on the other side so a lot of days people don't respond and a lot of days I share things um, and, you know, even if I get a reply, there's 150 people who didn't say anything. Um, and, you know, half of them opened it up and read it, uh, but <laughs> I have no idea what they thought. Right. Um, so it's a weird feeling at first. It takes some, you know, two or three months probably to get over that. But now I'm very comfortable just publishing to silence. Mm, that's great advice. Cool. Well, where can people go to find out more about you and maybe even sign up for your list? Yeah. So the, the easiest place to find me is at lukewillis.com. Um, all my links to podcast and list are there. Uh, I do my my writing and, and everything I do is under the, the coin press, but that's a little bit harder to spell. So we'll just go with Luke Willis. <laughs> Got it. Perfect. All right. Well, there'll be links in the show notes too. Luke, thanks again for joining me. Great. Thank you, Jonathan.